your story, tell your song, tell your truth, it's all about you, speak to to life, with your host, Pam Osby. Welcome back, family, friends, and new ones, if you come across this show, thank you for returning, thank you for tuning in. On this platform, I talk about training topics, uh, TikTok stories, and everything in between. Lately, looks like Mexico is in the news again, and not for a good reason. So I wanted to talk about the three women that are missing from the United States again, from the good state of Texas. On March 11th, three ladies um went two sisters and a friend are missing in Mexico after they crossed the border last month to sell clothes at a flea market um they've been gone for at least 2 weeks it's a lot going on so let's talk about it um and i i think this is coming up to where people are trying to sort of say, hey, maybe Mexico, you can't go to Mexico right now. Um, From what we learned from the four Americans that were in Mexico, that, you know, they just, the, the update on that story was pretty crazy, pretty sad because two people in the previous story that I talked about here, basically died two people died and two people are alive and now we have these three women that we're hearing about so two sisters from texas and one friend are mixing uh, missing in mexico um again like i said they went to mexico to sell clothes at a flea market they haven't been heard from in about two weeks is basically a mystery at this point the two sisters are from panitas a small border city in Texas near McAllen and their friend have gone missing. Their families have been touched with uh, Mexican authorities and they're investigating the, the uh, disappearance. Nobody knows where these individuals are at. And um, it's, it's, you know, I've seen a lot of talk on social media about people saying maybe there should be an alert by United States saying we should not be going to Mexico um, because of several reasons. And this story just further amplifies people's fears. Um, the three women's name, Marisa Trinidad Perez Rios, she's 47, Marina Perez Rios, she's 48, and their friend, Dora Alicia Cervantes, um, age 53. Um, So U.S. Custom and Border Protection says the three women were crossed into Mexico on February 24th, a Friday. Pinitas is just a few hundred feet from Rio Grande River. Um, And this is where we're at right now. The husband of one of the women spoke to her by phone when she was traveling into Mexico but he grew concerned because he couldn't reach her afterwards. And since he couldn't make contact over that weekend, he came to Monday and reported it to the authorities. Um, 
these women, they were driving a mid-1990s Chevy Silverado to a flea market in the city of Montemorolos and Nuevo Leon State. It's a three-hour drive from the border. Officials at the state prosecutor's office said they have been investigating the women's disappearance. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. So, and a staggering number. It said there are 112,000 Mexicans missing national nationwide. And the only people looking for them are their desperate relatives. They said authorities lack manpower, equipment, and training. Things are so bad, authorities aren't even able to identify tens of thousands of bodies that have been found. This is the type of stuff that we're not hearing on the news. This is the type of stuff that we're not hearing um, on media. I don't even think I've heard anything about that staggering number. And and in regards to the update on um, the previous story, which we talked about where the four Americans were missing, another, I guess, angle of this story is um, the fifth member of that four-member crew. It, it actually was five people. And the young lady name is Cheryl Orange. She was the fifth person. She was left in in Brownsville, Texas, with actual um, luggage of the four Americans. So the, the the Americans that went missing in Mexico, four went instead of five because the fifth member didn't have all her documentation. I guess when they got to um, Brownsville, Texas, and they like checked into like a hotel, this young lady was like, "Oh." You know, they were looking at like what they need to have when they go into tech, uh, to Mexico. She didn't have all her information. She didn't have all her documentation. And so with that being said, she was left in Texas at a hotel with all of the luggage of those individuals. And she did not cross into Mexico with the others. She told a Associated Press in a text message, that her three friends were supposed to return within 15 minutes after dropping off Latavia McGee, who was going to Mexico, uh, Matamoros on Friday for cosmetic surgery. And then she stayed behind uh, uh, this individual, her name is Cheryl Orange. She stayed behind in a motel. And as hours grew and she didn't hear from people, she was really worried. So these five friends rented a, a minivan from South Carolina um, and, you know, based on uh, Orange's account, four of them left Friday at a.m. 8 a.m. to go to Mexico. And um, she didn't have her identification. That's why she couldn't go. This probably just saved her life, to be honest. Um it saved her life that she didn't have all the information. She would have been in the same situation. So uh, Eric Williams, one of the other that did cross, he's being treated at a hospital for a gunshot wound to the leg. Uh, Zendel Brown and Shaid Woodard died in the attack. And Latavia is okay, I believe. Um, 
So there's been a lot of discussion about this. There's a lot of information that's coming up. One thing that sticks out to me is that um, the Mexican authorities found the others on Tuesday in a wooden shack guarded by a man who was arrested in the rural El Dio uh, area of Matamores on the way to the Gulf area called Bodag Beach. Uh, a GoFundMe is set up by Brown's family. It says Rel- relatives hope that the loving son, brother, uncle, friend gets the goodbye he deserves. Relatives said they grew up as close friends in the South Carolina town of Lake City, a, ca- a community of less than 6,000 residents. So you know everybody knows everybody. Uh, family members said they agonized for days while waiting to learn whether their loved ones had survived. Um, so just sending healing, healing thoughts to that community. Uh, Pastor Herbert, Herbert Godwin echoed the message during a Wednesday prayer service at Word of God Ministries and through 40 people, people four candles were lit for the victims. And, you know, I hope that the city pulls together but this is an interesting thing because, again, this is the first time hearing from the fifth member. I'm sure that fifth member will be in the media pretty soon. There are probably going to be interviews on all the normal channels. But it just highlights our, our, our having to be very careful where we go looking at travel advisories. And I must admit, I haven't always been looking at travel advisories when I traveled at all, except for maybe one place, because I, the last time I went on a cruise, I actually, I did a solo cruise and I wanted to make sure that I looked at the area where we were getting off the boat to make sure I was being careful. And I found that one of the areas where one of the boats went to had an advisory and so I chose, <laughs> I chose not, I chose to avoid some areas based off of that. So you do have to look at the travel advisories is right there on the websites. Um, when you are traveling, just look at, or just Google travel advisory and the country you're going to, and it will pop up uh, right now. Um, some people are feeling like this is strange timing that they're seeing all these stories about Mexico. People feel like the people of Mexico, the good people of Mexico are being punished and maybe the tourism will stop. I don't think the tourism is going to stop. It's about to be spring break. It's going to be young people over there enjoying themselves during spring break. That's their business. Just be, be aware if you go and be in touch with your family members and be safe uh, as with anything. Um, you know, prayers for these ladies who are missing and their loved ones are going through it. And, you know, one of those articles I looked at really highlighted the fact that there are a lot of people missing and there's little resources. And so that's something you have to keep in mind when you do go traveling, because I've been looking at a lot of true crime stories and true crime documentaries about people that get killed over in other parts of the countries, like going to Greece, going on a trip and Fall in love with somebody you met and going over to Greece and going over to this part of the uh, outside of the United States and stuff happens in those countries and your family can't help you. They don't know the language and they don't know how to get around the 
get the support from the police, the lawmakers. You got to understand um, how to access things through the United States, uh, U.S. embassies. All I don't know that myself. I would have to be very well versed on that. So when I go, make sure the city, because I, I saw something and somebody said it made sense. They said, make sure that the city that you're going to, wherever you're going to, is close to a U.S. embassy. And you need to check in with the U.S. embassy and say, hey, I'm going to be visiting da-da-da. And also there's uh, people that you need to alert before going on a trip in case something happens. My family, maybe my brother would know. He's big on IT and he's very, he's well-traveled. He would know what to do. But if it was him and he was over in, in uh, some other country, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like talking to my friends and saying, I need help. I need to find my brother. I <laughs> think we all should just be aware if we go over to other places, stop being concerned about going to that country and be knowledgeable about what you're putting yourself into and make sure you have, you know, that U.S. embassy telephone number or contact information in your travel uh, documents. You understand like, like where you staying opposed to like where the resources is if something happens. Too many little stories have been happening lately and not just in Mexico. So those are my thoughts. I know I don't have anything against Mexico. I just think it's just terrible that things are happening in Mexico and other parts of the country we probably don't know about because it's not on the news, but things are happening. So be aware, keep your eyes open. And if your family member is going somewhere, maybe try to find out some details before they leave because you never know. Like I said, uh, positive thoughts to both uh, of these individuals, all of the individuals involved in these missing cases. And, you know, uh, heart goes out to the Americans, whether they're Mexican or not, that are traveling to other countries or countries that they're familiar with, but not really familiar if something goes wrong. Like, you know, you go off the grid, nobody can find you. It's, it's a daunting thing to think about. Like, wow, you know, I really need to be mindful where I'm going into and where I'm going and making sure my family can track me in case things go left. Because I, I'm pretty much in touch with my family where, when I do travel, even when I took my cruise, I was in, in touch with my family. So they knew where I was at. I was posting on social media or something. If I go off the grid, they're like, Oh, something wrong. So these are just devastating situations for people. And, and we have to be mindful when we are out there trying to enjoy our lives, even if we're trying to better ourselves by going to another country, evil people are everywhere and danger lurks. Be well.